I mentioned at the 11 a.m. Mass this morning, I was surprised so many people were there with it being the first Sunday of the NFL season. I didn't know people went to Mass at 11. Obviously, there was no Viking fans that wanted to watch the kickoff. But also, I'm surprised that you're here as well, given that the Bears and Packers play at 7.20, so Mass won't be over by then. Don't skip out on communion or don't leave right after communion, but you'll miss kickoff for the first Sunday evening game as well. So there you go. Also, a special welcome this evening to all of our ninth graders in the parish. Many of them are here this evening with their confirmation sponsors. They'll be confirmed here in a few months, and we're having a meeting after Mass this evening. And so a special welcome to them and their sponsors. Please know uh, young people being confirmed of our prayers here at the parish as you prepare to receive this wonderful sacrament. In this evening's gospel, we're given another account, everyone, another account of one of Jesus' many miraculous he healing miracles, another account of Jesus healing someone in a miraculous way. Now, if you're like me, oftentimes when I hear these various he healing miracle accounts, I ask this basic question. If Jesus could do that then, then why is he not doing more of it now? If the risen Christ is as real and powerful today as he was 2,000 years ago on the shores of Galilee, why are these kinds of things still not happening? Now, my homily this evening won't answer that question fully. There's too much there. But the short answer to that question is this, and I'm not trying to be trite. I don't know. I'm not fully sure. But what I do know is this. Every healing account in the Gospels that we hear is meant to be heard by us as a reality describing a deeper spiritual meaning. That is to say, every single healing miracle that Jesus performed has beneath it, as a foundational element, a deeper spiritual meaning. So as we continue to hear these miraculous healings take place 2,000 years ago, we want to always be asking and listening, what's the deeper spiritual meaning here? And in light of that, I want to make two simple points about tonight's gospel. Point number one, what is this relationship between this man who had his hearing healed and his speech impediment healed? What is this relationship between being deaf as this man was, and having a speech impediment. What is the relationship? Now, it might seem obvious enough that if you're deaf, if you're completely hearing impaired, more than likely, you can't do what? You can't speak. Those who are deaf are also mute because their hearing affects their speaking. Seems obvious enough. But on a spiritual level, that's also true. And it's not just true for us as Christians. It's true on a human level. Think about human relationships. 
husbands and wives, moms and dads, children, employers and employees, in all honesty, we can't begin to speak until we first listen. There's that old saying that goes like this, the reason you have two ears and one mouth is because you're supposed to listen twice as much as you speak. That's true on a relational human level. But what about for us as Christians? It also means we have to make sure that we're giving God the time and the space for him to indeed speak to us. Because before we can ourselves speak, we have to allow ourselves that time and that place to listen to him, to hear him. That then gives us permission to speak. So let's make sure we're doing that. Point number two. Point number two has to do with this. How was this man healed? He brought his impediment into the presence of Christ. He brought his current condition into the presence of Jesus. And that is true for every healing account in the Gospels. Every time a healing occurs, it happens because the person with faith and confidence and hope brought it into the presence of Christ and then he can work. Jesus can't heal nothing if we don't bring it into his presence. And that is highly applicable for all of us. We all have conditions. We all have impediments. We all have impairments. But whatever those are, if we want them healed, the only way for that to happen is to do what this deaf man did, to do what this mute man did, to bring it into the presence of Christ. So, may we allow ourselves to not just be good speakers, may we be great listeners. And may we bring whatever condition we need to bring to the Lord so that he can do what he do, does best, namely, heal it.